for tuning in to the Bent Entrepreneurship Masterclass. I am your host, Kate, and I'm surely excited to be back. I know it's been a minute, but we are back, we are back. And thank you for tuning in to the place where we work towards being bent the right way. Yesterday, I had a very interesting encounter with someone that has been in my life for, say, close to five months now. I don't believe in coincidence, actually. I'm a person who believes in fate and the will of God. I'm a Christian, born and raised, and a true believer in God. And I believe that he brings people into our lives with a specific purpose. So my gynecologist visit turned into a very amazing conversation with one of the most renowned OBGYNs in this country. She's one of the top female doctors in female reproductive health in this country. And I would call her a big boss babe because she has done some pretty groundbreaking work over the past couple of years when she has been in her field. So this, I, the reason I say I don't believe in coincidence is because of how my relationship with her started. I learned about her through an Instagram influencer, then Yamimami, now Murugimumi. She shared her contact some time back saying she was a fantastic uh, OBGYN long before I even considered having a second child. And it was good to see that there were female OBGYN who are doing great things out there. And I never even imagined needing one, <laughs> considering... I was already considering having the doctor at the hospital be the one to deliver my baby because I had an OBGYN the first time and things did not go very well. Once I discovered I was pregnant, that was my focus. I was going to go to a general hospital for all my antenatal visits. And once I was about to deliver, I would visit the hospitals of my choice and have the doctors at that hospital be the ones to deliver my baby. But, again, I've always been the conservative type when it comes to my body. And I really, really wanted a female doctor to be the one to deliver me when the time comes. And I still did not have a chance to find one at the the hospital of my choice. In fact, I was told it depends on the doctor who is available that time, which made me a bit uncomfortable. So I decided when I was 33 weeks uh, to ask my friends for referrals on my WhatsApp. I got quite a number of referrals. And her name came up again, <laughs> interestingly. Um, and I decided, you know what? I've heard a lot about her. I've seen what she has done. And, well, why not? Why not? So when my 33-week clinic time came, I decided to take a chance and go and visit this OBGYN all the way in Upper Hill from Westlands. Before then, I had done a bit of my research online, actually, just to see if she takes insurance. The interesting thing is when I searched Minette, who is my uh, insurer, the doctors who accept Minette, her name is the one that came up at the top of the list, and I was like, hey, this must be fate. So I decided, let me just try. I decided to go for my first ever. <laughs> A gynecological visit this second time round and 
Well, so far things had progressed, although my pregnancy had been a bit difficult from the beginning. I decided to take an Uber all the way to Upper Hill. I got that around 3 and my god, you know, she doesn't take appointments. So I had to wait. I had to wait for quite some time. I was there up to around 6.30. From 3, remember? I got in a bit late. The phone guys had already arrived and they were waiting in line. I couldn't, of course, be <laughs> given any priority because who is Kate? Who is Kate? So I just sat and I waited. I didn't know that there were hacks that people use, like you come early, book a slot, then go do your things and come back when your doctor is available. So I waited and I waited and I waited. I got impatient. I kept asking myself, what was I doing here? Because, again, it was the time when the coffee was brought down to 8 p.m. and I needed to be in Kikuyu by 8 p.m. where I live. I was in Upper Hill. Gong Road traffic in the evening is no joke. So I needed to really hurry home. So I've stayed there, I've stayed there. It's 6.30. I continued waiting. There were two more people ahead of me. And I noticed that she was really taking her time with her patients, which was definitely a good thing. And I, I decided, okay, let me just wait. Maybe even for me, she'll take her time with me just to understand why I was there in the first place. Hey, it's a few minutes to seven. I still haven't seen the doctor. And there was a young lady ahead of me. And I had decided, you know what, I'm leaving. It was not worth it. It was not fate. I was just telling myself all this. And again, fate. God's will, I guess. Um, The girl who was ahead of me decided to be gracious enough to let me go in next because i had had a conversation with someone and i was telling them how i need to get to Kikuyu by curfew time and i'm not driving i need to take public transport so i think she sort of <laughs> felt for me and allowed me to go in so here i am in the legendary office of this legendary doctor i'll mention her name shortly and i was so excited i don't know what i was expecting a, a grand expectation of this grand woman who I had heard so much about. So I went in, she did a consultation, I introduced myself, told her where I was in my pregnancy, and she gave me advice on uh, what next, because definitely I was coming in a little late <laughs> in my pregnancy journey, but she was fine, nothing is impossible for her. She took me in, and that is where our journey began. I was just about to quit on her, and see God. An opportunity opened up and I went in and I managed to get home before coffee. My experience with her all round was good and we walked this pregnancy journey with her from that 33 week visit all the way to the end. Towards the end I was really worried, really scared because I had had a terrible experience my first time. And I kept telling her how um, I was really looking for an all round good experience this time round. And I had constantly been praying about it and telling God what exactly I'm going for and what I want. Uh, and also that I was praying for everyone who was going to handle me from the watchman who was going to receive me all the way to her who was going to deliver me. And the interesting thing is, again, God's will, God's will. She, I, I was at crossroads about picking a hospital. She really leaned towards one hospital. I didn't understand why, but 
when I'm telling you about the encounter I had yesterday, you'll be able to see why. So she leaned towards that hospital and I eventually chose that hospital. And I can guarantee you with a hundred percent certainty that it was an absolute fabulous choice. I do not regret it one bit. I had a wonderful experience from the time I got into the time I left. My delivery was so smooth, I did not even cut that. For a woman who has delivered, you would know what I mean when I say I did not cut. There was almost zero recovery required for me. And that for me was a miracle. It was God giving me exactly what I had asked for. And he used this amazing doctor. My doctor is Dr. Bridget Monda. Her office is in KMA Center. Second floor, room 213. She is amazing. She is great at what she does. I, I would recommend 110%. So yesterday, my visit to her turned into a very amazing thing because we realized we have something in common. Turns out she is big on women empowerment and that is something that I am also very, very passionate about. Part of the reason why I started this podcast is so that I can be able to help women in the entrepreneurship journey as I figure out my own. And it turns out that she's also really big on this. To be honest, I had sort of started giving up on this podcast of mine. I was starting to feel like it's, it's becoming harder and harder for me to do this thing that I apparently love so much. And I needed to find some motivation. And again, I say, this is God's fate. Because I was going in just for a consult and I came out of there very, very motivated. The reason why is as I was there, she happened to tell me about um, the reason why she had come in late that day. Uh, it was because her lectures are back on at KU and her workload has doubled. And while we were having that conversation, she told me how it was a lot and in my head I was already wondering oh my goodness how does she manage it all because to be really good at what you do and have so many other aspects or channels for you to be able to do what you love is amazing but also as a mother as a woman in this society in this country it must be very difficult for her to navigate all that on her own. And so I prompted her and I asked, how do, how do you do it? Because for me, I find it so difficult just being a mom. <laughs> and then there's this career aspect of my life. I'm trying to do this podcast and I love empowering women, but it, it, it all seems like I'm doing so much. And sometimes it gets overwhelming. And she gave me some really great advice, which I'm going to share with you here. The first thing she told me is she believes in something that Caroline Mutuko says a lot, that women also need to have wives. And by wives, she means you can get a lot of help. People who understand what you want done, how you want it done, and you come to a common understanding that makes it so much easier for them to handle the task at hand without necessarily involving you. They just need to know what exactly you want to get done. And they take over from there. And it's really true because, for example, if you have a house help who is empowered and amazing and able to 
do things exactly the way you want them done. You can go to work comfortably and live to them your baby and every you'll come home and find everything is fine. And for me, she told me she has wives everywhere. And I understood why she picked the hospital that she picked for me. It's because she trusts a hundred percent that these people know exactly how she does her thing and what needs to come after what. So that the only time when they need to call her in is at the point when delivery is happening. And it was exactly that way with my experience. I, I do not doubt that her wives are working for her really well at this point in time. And it's okay to ask for help as a woman. It's not written anywhere. Even for us religious folk who read the Bible, you have to be superwoman. You just need to do things. How you choose to do them is not of concern as long as it gets done. That was something that she told me that I really think would help you as a woman entrepreneur to be able to find uh, a way to navigate your life in general and your business without feeling too much weight on it. Find someone to run your business that you trust 100% that understands how you want things to get done and trust you me, you'll be very comfortable running the business. If you want to be more focused on your business than on family, find a house help who understands exactly what you want and how you want your household run and let her run with it while you run with the other aspect of your life. It doesn't mean you're a failure, it just means that you know how to delegate and it's working for you. It's allowed. The second thing is she told me when you help people, it actually helps you. I didn't understand that at first, but in the course of our conversation, it made me really see that um, when you're doing something you're passionate about and it's helping people, it also helps you personally as an individual in terms of growth. Like, for example, for me, this podcast is my creative outlet. Every time I sit down to record an episode, I feel so good, so empowered, so excited. And those words really got me back here. <laughs> it got me back to recording this episode because I've been postponing for a while. I've been postponing. I've been feeling like I have some form of creative block, like I'm not doing well enough or the episodes I'm recording are not something that anyone wants to listen to. But at the end of the day, if my intention is to use this podcast to help someone out there on their entrepreneurship journey, it also helps me as I figure out mine and at the same time it also helps me by being my creative outlet. I'm able to let out what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling and what I know to be able to help you out. So that was another piece of advice that really got me motivated. The other thing that she advised me is you don't have to take shit from anyone. Yes, you don't have to take shit from anyone. You are allowed to be yourself. And the best form of yourself is the one that is honest and bold. You don't have to hide behind what other people think of you. You don't have to be the stellar expectation of what society wants from you. You just be you. Choose you and choose yourself over and over again. And in the long run, you'll find yourself happier and more able to tackle whatever life throws at you. At the end of the day, this podcast is about being bent the right way. We take whatever life throws at us and don't allow it to break us. Instead, we use that hardship or that tough situation to 
bounce back and do our thing. I believe in fate. Probably if I did not stay long enough to consult with her the very first time, God wouldn't have used her to motivate me to keep pushing this podcast. And now I can guarantee you I'm back, I'm motivated, I'm excited, and I have some amazing lessons to share with you on entrepreneurship, on life in general, and also to empower women. That's one thing I'm passionate about and I won't stop saying it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this comeback episode. You can expect so much more coming your way. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting. We're gonna be having some guests on board soon. We're still working on that. But trust you me, Dr. Munda will definitely be on my list. Thank you so much and have a pleasant day today. Stay motivated. Stay excited. And remember, be bent the right way. Cheers.